0: Hey guys, before we get started on today's show, The Last Dance documentary has brought up the ongoing debate that no one will ever win. Is Michael Jordan the GOAT or is LeBron the GOAT? But one thing we do know for sure is Manscaped is the GOAT for below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped is the only men's brand dedicated to below-the-waist grooming and hygiene. Because of their ceramic blade and skin-safe technology, your snags will be reduced while designing your own triangle offense down under. Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their perfect package. 3.0 kit, which comes with the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0, the water resistant cordless body trimmer performance boxer briefs, and a traveling bag for you to use when you're done quarantining. Don't gamble on manscaping like MJ did before game two of the 93 conference finals. Play it safe with the Lawnmower 3.0, and you can get 20% off when you use the code DNVR20. You can also get free shipping at manscaped.com. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code DNVR20 at manscape.com.
1: Walt Disney World is more than just a place. It is a complete vacation destination where guests may stay as long as they like. And here, even a hotel is an adventure. At the Polynesian Village, there is a leisurely atmosphere of the South Seas and trade winds. The great ceremonial house dominates the scene in a setting that is lushly tropical and for each guest there is a feeling of coming to a tiny island in the South Pacific to stay and play.
2: We back, baby. We back. We back. What's going on? Welcome into another episode of the D NBA Show. I'm your host every Tuesday and Thursday, Brendan <laughs> Vote, directly above me, sounding crisp, so sounding uh, something sounds different about you. It's Eric Weedon, also known as D Line Code.
1: You, know, you know what it is? is I discovered. Uh, a well of self confidence that I didn't realize I had before. So it's it's coming through my new mic.
2: It's not that you've got a, a new is. mic. Yeah. Oh, it's that's like, good. It's from uh, uh, the new mic. I think it's a new mic. Uh, to the left of Eric, uh, same equipment, hopefully new internet. It's Adam Banez. Adam, what's up, man? Same internet. Same internet
3: as always. Ready to
2: go. I'm feeling feisty. Ready to go. Oh, baby. <laughs> Below Adam, uh, it's a fuzzy image right now, but I promise you that oh, damn in, it. in HD, he's looking crisp. He's looking good. It's Harrison Lynn.
0: God damn it. We are presented by Illegal Pete's, guys. (laughs) And we're not alone
2: tonight as Harrison figures out his camera. We've got a special guest. We teased it earlier in the evening. It is Keith Smith, a contributor at Yahoo NBA. Uh, Keith lives just outside of Disney World, Worked at Disney World for almost 20 years, and he's been all over this Disney World developing story. Keith, how's
4: it going, man? It's going good, man. You're uh, a in there with the, the old school Disney stuff. That had me fired up. Yeah, <laughs> we figured, we, we figured that'd be right up your alley. That. Yeah, that was nice.
2: Keith, this is kind of like your time, man. Um, you are in the middle of a very specific diagram and it's ever relevant right now. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, you're very familiar with Disney, Disney World. You you worked there. You, you live in the area. But also you were one of the first people to sort of float this idea of The NBA playing at Disney World, sort of out into the universe. And you've been all over the subsequent development since. So um, I I wanted to ask you, how long has the NBA sort of been mulling this idea and, and how much momentum was there behind it?
4: Yeah, it's kind of always been one of those those little secrets that the NBA has backup plans. If there was ever anything major to happen in a city and a team couldn't return there, that they would maybe bring that team uh, somewhere else to to play and, and have them you know take place. And Disney's always been one of the things that's kind of been, hey, this is a place we could do this. We had to. Now, what I will say is um, interesting is I don't think they ever in their wildest dreams planned on let's bring all uh, – Thirty teams to to one place. (laughs) That's you know like crazy, or even sixteen teams, or well, whatever you know, form or fashion. This, (laughs) but you know, when when we put the article out there, it it published on April sixteenth. We heard back from the NBA that same day, um, just with a with a very nice note that said, "Thank you for the thoughtful and thorough article." And that was that was the extent of it. That's the extent of you know what what, uh, we've heard from the league so far uh, on that. So, but but even that was nice to get get that a little bit of a recognition piece
3: so i was kind of shocked when i saw it because you're right it, so i didn't realize it was that early um but when i saw it i was just like okay it's gonna be la it's gonna be vegas it's gonna be these places i just never i never thought yeah. disney world <laughs> was even on my radar and then when i saw it i was kind of like in the argument you sort of made because it wasn't just the article there was like you know you had a series of tweets about it and this or that and, and i'm telling you i was like sold right away i was kind of like that actually makes a lot of sense. That's <laughs> that, lots of resorts, lots of space, lots of you know uh, amenities. That's that's the spot. Yeah,
4: I, it's Disney for me. You know, it, it, I think back to when the season first went on pause, it was supposed to be a couple weeks. And I think we're like, all right, we'll get a little break in here and, you know, uh, sleep like normal people for a change and maybe, you know, do some normal people things. And then it came came back as, this is going to be a while. And then we started hearing things like, let's play on cruise ships, which that was instantly, oh was like, what are we doing? This is <laughs> a, on, on a cruise. Yeah. They're like, oh.
1: they're like Did you, were you paying attention at all? Like, yeah. Yeah.
4: <laughs> On cruises before, like, well, where are we doing this?
3: The entire <laughs> NBA has like, this. <laughs> yeah, I like, I and, and you know, on a
4: yeah. cruise ship, and you can't take more than a 10 foot jumper because it hits the netting around the court. Like, <laughs> I just didn't get that right. But they did this though,
3: did you guys see? Because they've used to do this at college, and maybe they still do, I don't, I don't think so. But they used to have it on like an aircraft carrier, yeah,
4: aircraft carrier, yeah, yeah. yep. Yeah, a couple times they did that, and then the second one got wiped out at halftime because the deck was too wet. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they play an NBA
0: preseason game outside too in Phoenix, Phoenix or something? Yeah, and that did, like went Phoenix terribly.
4: Yeah, yeah, at yeah. a tennis place, right? If, if I remember it, right. but yeah. So I went into you know, then they started you know single side, and everybody went to Las Vegas, which makes a lot of sense. What a lot of us have been there for summer league. It's you know a known place for that, and and you know hotel rooms and all those things. And I started thinking. Man, though, Vegas, those hotels, they're close by Thomas and Mac and the Cox Pavilion, but that's still a hike to get down there. And I really looked at it and said, you know, Disney makes just as much sense. They have as many hotel rooms as you would need. They have the ESPN Y Board of the Sports Complex complex which has all the basketball facilities you could ever want and then you've got the fact that disney's a private property they can really shut things down you know easy and whenever i say easy this is with relative ease being that none of this is easy to do um but you know disney can do that because of private property they can say this chunk of property you're not getting in here unless you need to be in here for the nba and that's where it made a lot of sense to me and I, i pitched it to my editor at yahoo thankfully he is uh part-time um, Orlando resident as well and knows the area quite well. And he's like, you know what, let's write it. Let's see where it comes up to. And and, and we wrote it and published it. And you know, it gained a little bit of traction, which has been fun.
2: These facilities, are they, how many courts are, are we talking and, and you know, how kind of close to they are to, to, NBA quality and standards?
4: Yeah. So the, there, there's three arenas at the sports complex, sports complex overall is about 220 um, acres of land out there so it's pretty it's pretty huge it's a pretty big chunk um but there's three arenas on the property and they're all very close to each other within you know a couple minute walk from one to another it's not quite thomas and mac where they're attached um to thomas and mac in the cox pavilion but but they're really close. in the main main one that i assume would be the main game court is the hp Fieldhouse. that is um it's set up to host uh it ho- or not set up to it hosts a college basketball tournament every year, and it's a Division I tournament. The Advocare Invitational is usually a handful of NCAA tournament teams in there. There's a handful of um, uh, ranked teams that make that tournament each year. So that that's, um, the I would assume, the main game court. Think of that gym as kind of like a mid-major college gym, uh, maybe a little, a little uh, high-level mid-major type gym. It seats 5,000 or so people, which doesn't matter because there's not going to be fans there anyway, right. but just to get the sense of what it looks like. Then there's another um, uh, building hits called Apley V Arena. There's no no uh, sponsor on that one. Yeah, and I imagine there might be by the time uh, NBA gets here. <laughs> yeah, <through>. that's <laughs> a good
0: thought. Yeah.
3: That'd be a great yeah. like, sort of naming rights opportunity for like, right. a one year naming rights or something. Exactly,
4: yeah. Yeah, or, you know, sell, sell it on a month. I, I might buy it and put my name on it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, Smith, Keith um, Smith Arena, that's a good <laughs> yeah, by, then, by then, people will be really sick of Keith Smith.
5: <laughs> um, I, I can't believe that. <laughs> um,
4: you know, so it's, uh, you know, but it, that, that one is, um, it was interesting. That building was built to host the cheer and dance competitions, which are right. so huge on the youth, uh, high school and college levels. But that building can fit as many as three courts in it if you set them up kind of like AAU style side by side. But they've also set it up uh, at times with one court in there to be a game court. So I think that's probably your secondary game court. So I'm thinking that you've got the HP Fieldhouse as your Thomas and Mac. You're going to put your prime games in there. And then your secondary games are going to go off to to the arena. And then the third building is called the Visa Center. And I liken it akin to a – Airplane hangar. It's this big, wide-open, multi-purpose space. I've been in there when they've had as many as 12 to 15 basketball courts set up at a time for AAU tournaments, the Junior NBA World Championships, and I don't think you would do that for the NBA, but you could set up six courts in there, put partitions up, spread them out, give a little bit of privacy in there, set up a schedule, and that, that I assume becomes the main practice facility.
3: And you, you said it's open air, so in theory, I mean, we know that one of the things, one of the risks is just still air, you know, non-circulation um, in, in tight spaces. So that's one that, if it's like an air hanger, like, is it the breeze comes through and just keeps pushing fresh air into the building? It
4: did not. It, when I said that, it was more like because of the big space. Um, oh, cavernous. Of, it is closed off. It is gotcha. closed off. I mean, I suppose they could open the doors, but it's a uh, it's Florida in the summertime. You're not going to want to do that. <laughs> it's, you, know, it's pretty, you know, today was 90 degrees and it rained, and you know, pretty pretty uh, you know, typical day for us here in Florida in the, in the middle. The
0: <laughs> well, just, one one question I did have was like obviously teams would need somewhere to practice with uh, really whatever tournament or playoff format they go with, but I mean, from the sounds of that, there's probably ample practice space, and if not, the NBA can probably build some of these courts wherever no, they need to. About. So that that does not seem to be a big, yeah, it doesn't seem to be a big issue at all.
4: Yeah, I don't think so. I think they've got everything that they're going to need right there in one uh, site. I know a lot of people have asked, like, could the Magic get involved. And if you ever watched Orlando Summer League, I think people know that Magic's practice court is attached to the Amway Center. It's on the back side. Um, And a lot of people said, well, that could be two more facilities. But if you've never been here, Walt Disney World is about 20 miles away from downtown Orlando where the Amway Center is. So that's probably not likely because you're not going to want to expand that bubble out like that or, you know, single site or campus, whatever the heck they want to call it now instead of a bubble. But you're not going to want to do that. So I think everything's going to be confined right there on Disney property because i think it's going to give them everything that they need
2: so from your perspective keith what are some of the biggest barriers or obstacles or challenges they might face moving to this this venue
4: i think the testing is still you know key we don't know what all those details are going to look like as far as how how often are you going to test what form there was some uh, uh reporting today that some of the players they're they're not real big on the, the nasal swab testing which i've watched those videos a couple times that was plenty for me to know i don't ever want to do it uh, i don't know that uh, why a player would want to jump at <laughs> kind of get stabbed in your brain. I don't think wants to so have overly down. comfortable. Yeah, nobody wants to. Um, I don't know. think that's the idea. And
2: these would be would they be like daily tests? I mean obviously more than once, right? That's How? what
4: it sounds like. It sounds like they're gonna test them when they get in and then test them every day until they leave. Yeah. And just to make sure, you know, you're kind of covering your bases as much as you need to. And then it sounds like there's gonna be the ability now, you know, without getting too much into the whole Concept of testing around the country. One thing I can say, you know, with all confidence, is here in Central Florida, testing is not an issue. You can get one um, here fairly easily. I know, you know, family and friends who have had to unfortunately go and get. Thankfully, knock on wood, they've all come back negative and they're all good. Um, So I'm happy about that. But it hasn't been an issue. And our numbers here in Central Florida are also extremely low. Um, We've been very, very fortunate um, that our our cases have been low, our deaths have been very low. And it's uh, it's a little different. I like to kind of tell people I know, right, and, and I'm not originally from here, so I can laugh at the ridiculousness of the state of Florida and Florida man and all that stuff, <laughs> but Central Florida is different than the rest of the state. It's, it's not exactly, you know, what the rest of the state is like. No one's from here. This is a, a place that everybody kind of migrates to. It's really?
5: Slightly differently,
4: yeah.
3: I didn't know that. I mean, Denver is very yeah. much the same way. It's a transient city. There's a lot of, you know, people from other places, including our own Brendan Vote. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, but I didn't know that about Orlando. I just uh, I, I assumed it w- it was not at all that way.
4: Yeah, there's a reason why sometimes the Orlando Magic can have somewhat of a casual fan base. Um, but one of the things <laughs> that can happen with them is there's not a lot of you know, long-term die-hard, uh, you know, Orlando Magic fans. And yeah. you know, down here in the South, too, college football is king. Um, sure. When I first moved here from For Massachusetts, sure. first day on sports radio, they were talking about Florida State's third-string offensive tackle depth. <laughs> and <I was> like, <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) nobody at home knows who bc's quarterback is never mind
2: (laughs) sounding a lot like denver here it's starting to sound eerily
4: familiar and i was like what are we doing and and then then it'd be like oh yeah and the magic are in the uh playoffs and it was like (laughs) "Yeah, it was uh, just kind of funny so just the way it works out but it is um you know and then the orlando city soccer team because they were new they became the team that all these people like myself that moved in that were like, hey, we don't have a soccer team that we followed. And everybody got really behind them. And as all those years when the Magic were really bad. The Magic were just something kind of fun to do in the months between football season and the soccer season kicking off. And it took the Magic getting good over the last you – know, or decent, I guess, over the last year say, to really kind of win. To- yeah, good maybe was
5: a <laughs>
2: Keith, what do you know about Disney World's side of this and so far as how prepared they might be, what their timeline is in terms of reopening their parks and how that might, you know, interfere with what the NBA wants to do?
4: Sure. So this is where the weird Venn diagram. I know more about the Disney <laughs> side of this than I think the NBA side, um, which is a little weird because I quit Disney to do the NBA. Um, That's so. Stuff. Funny. But it is a uh, you know the the Disney side. Um, what I can tell you is they're very prepared. They, they've already started working on some of the uh, potential lodging spaces to get them set up for what the NBA might need. Out. Clearly, the NBA has different needs. Uh, play play. You know players aren't. Uh, you know an average of six feet tall. You know so you've got to get get some maybe different furniture in there and get things set up for them so they're already working on that reconfiguring some of the spaces Um, as far as the parks reopening today actually Disney Disney just announced that tomorrow they will submit their reopening plans to to the uh, Central Florida Task Force so Walt Disney World is really big it's 39 square miles so that's, um, for, for reference, that's twice the size of Manhattan or roughly the same size as San Francisco. Um, to put it in, in maybe better frame, which is, helps me because I don't know how big San Francisco is. Um, I live on one end of the property. To get to the, the other end of the property is about a 20 to 25 minute car ride with no traffic. Are you kidding? Yeah. Is there stuff the entire way? Uh, pretty close. There's 34 resorts on property, uh, 28 <laughs> owned and operated by Disney. There's four theme parks, two water parks, and then there's the Disney Springs, which is the retail and dining area, and then the ESPN Wide World of Sports. There's also, um, we, we like to say, 99 holes of golf. Um, on property because there's, um, you know, several full um, 18-hole courses and then, then one nine-hole course um, on property. And then there's all, clearly all the uh, administrative and maintenance things you need to have to keep all those places running. So it's, it's pretty big. I know maybe on the West Coast, I know you guys aren't on the coast, but Western side of the country, maybe people are a little more familiar with Disneyland. You could fit the entirety of the Disneyland Resort in the Magic Kingdom's parking lot and uh, you know to give a sense of the size wow. take a sucker at california it's much much bigger yeah they, they like to say well you know walt made disneyland first so it was special to him and we like to say on this side well you know walt realized all the mistakes he made <laughs> there <you Right>. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, um, but yeah, it was, uh, I completely forgot what we were talking about. Cause
3: I <laughs> no, 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 yeah. No, you no, know. You know, though, I actually, as an aside, <laughs> because we're on this topic, I did ask a personal question. Sure. Uh, what's the best age to take two daughters to Disney world?
4: Uh, I would say anytime from the time they're able to uh, kind of walk on their own and not have to be fully like carried around and in a stroller. A lot of people okay. say don't bring them when they're like two or three because they won't remember it. Yeah, I, that's that not matters. true. We, we had friends who brought their daughter just before she turned two. And she still talks about things from, from that trip, even though she couldn't really talk when they were there. She, she clearly remembers things. And then our daughter, is she just turned 10 in may now she's grown up with it's it's kind of her backyard oh, that's her yeah. playground where we take her um but it's she good backyard she loved it good. for you <laughs> know forever she you know will go right now she's a, she's in a harry potter phase so she'd much rather go to universal Universal baby you know <laughs> instead of disney but but she'll, she'll still go to disney quite a bit but yeah i would you know definitely i don't know what what age what? your girls are but five, yeah. five
3: and three. Oh <laughs> yeah holding off, but great, i think it's man. i think as soon as it reopens and yeah, the world goes back i think i
2: think it's time
1: we're gonna lose so many basketball players. They're just wandering forty <laughs> acres of
2: Disney. Like- Thank you, Eric. You just brought us back to our question, which was how might it sound? It sounded like Keith. One thing you were saying was there's enough s- space here, like literally sure. enough space for Disney World to sort of. Face things in and and yeah. not sort of step on. yeah that
4: was what us. we were talking about. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Bring it back around. That's Someone why you're sense. running things. That's so. right. <laughs> Hold, on yeah. on that
3: kill. Hold on on that comment. Hold on. Trust me, we're gonna get, <laughs> we'll get to, to that it. later. And I have I'm I'm telling. That's why I'm feeling feisty. But i'm gonna stick on this for a second. <laughs> Sorry. Go um, so what
4: I, what I will say is, um you yo. Disney, they, they've submitted their reopening plan, but it's likely to be a slow phased reopening for, for Disney. Um, only one Disney park has opened worldwide, that's Shanghai, uh, and that opened about a week or so ago, week and a half ago. Um, and, and all eyes in the company, really all eyes in the theme park world have been on Shanghai, understanding what does it look like to make people wear masks and temperature checks and social distance within the parks and, and disinfect ride vehicles as you're you know, doing your operating day, and how do you serve food? differently in this new world um, so Disney's really taking the slow approach they're, they're really cautious of that the, the, the company kind of has this, this four keys motto and their, their number one key is always safety that's that's the number one most important thing you never want to see anybody get hurt or you know of course ill while they're at Walt Disney World so they're going to be really cautious now with four parks I would say they're going to open uh, probably just the Magic Kingdom initially um, see how that goes and a big other big chunk of that is there's not going to be the guest volume. People aren't going to pick up right. and travel. You know, on an average day in, in July, when it looks like the parks will be back up and running, if it was a normal year without any of this stuff going on, Magic Kingdom would go through, you know, sixty to 70,000 guests a day. I would say now they're going to limit that down to thirty to 40,000. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to that, that'll that be, you know, it'll be about half that. They'll do half the capacity and go. And now, now you know why, if you're watching or you guys are listening here, why, why you wait in lines for hours to ride things. Because that's how many people are <laughs> yeah, you know, crazy into these places. Um, you know, so so they're, they're going to do that. Um, you know, they're going to do a slow phased reopening. In Magic Kingdom, would be first because that's the main park here. That's the one the most people hit. It is, it is almost exactly opposite on the property. Um, if anybody's really interested, you can look on my Twitter. You don't have to scroll back too far. You can see I put up a couple maps. One's a property map with kind of all of the Disney things laid out on it. And then another is an overlay of the property over Manhattan, maybe to try to give a sense to the size. Um, with that. So, oh, look at that. Man, you guys are
5: on is the wall. What an incredible <laughs> What around here? Just, like, a mess around, Ricky. Man, yeah. this is awesome. Um, yeah, you so sure. so you <laughs> can look all the way
4: down at the, the bottom. I'm, I was about to point at the screen like an idiot. Like anybody. Uh, would be, Yeah, go back. Right. Oh, yeah, go back, Kel. Flip uh, back a... one um, if you could. Um, all the way at the bottom. Go down, down, down a little bit. Uh, right uh, up a little bit more Right in the middle That green oh, yeah, top, yeah, That's yeah, the sports yeah, complex is. And then the castle All the way at the top Is, is the Magic Kingdom um, And those are almost as far apart From each other as you can get So I don't think you're going to have any you know, Risk of overlap On the sports complex too You can kind of tell a little bit That there's a roadway down into it uh, That roadway is about a quarter mile long or so um, Down into the sports complex So they're going to have security Right out at the front And they're not going to let anybody Get near geez. that place you know if they don't need to be and then the hotels all have their own uh there's really one way in one way out and they'll have security at all those entrances And the disney folks have told me as well that they will get um Additional assistance from um, Orange County and Osceola uh, County Sheriffs; those are the two counties that Disney property straddles because it's so big. Um, but they'll get any additional assistance from those folks as they need to 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 kind of police things and keep it under under order. Which is not that's not again not an uncommon thing um, with with the way Disney does things.
0: We'll get back to our conversation with Keith. A lot more good stuff coming up, but hopefully when the NBA playoffs do come back, we'll be watching the games probably at the DNVR bar, hopefully at the DNVR bar. Ideally drinking the Mile High City Copper Lager from Breck Brew. You guys know what the can looks like. It's that Nuggets blue. It says Mile High City on it with the Nuggets logo. This beer debuted a couple months into the Nuggets season. You can get it at Pepsi Center, but now you can get it anywhere around town. You can get it from Davidson's, you can get it from Breck Brew itself, but it's an awesome beer, has great flavor, a really smooth one to drink. So check out the Mile High City Copper Lager from Breck Brew. You can get 15 cans of Mile High City Copper Lager in a 15-can pack for just 17 bucks, I think, at Davidson. So hit that up if you're looking for some drinks this week. Also, we've got a WGT tournament coming up this weekend that you're not going to want to miss out on. If you're not involved in WGT, download the app. It's the most realistic golf game out there from dnvrgolf.com then all you have to do is search for the DNVR Clubhouse on WGT. Join up and you will be automatically entered into the tournament this weekend. I believe it is the NUX Invitational. And from what I'm hearing, the conditions are not going to be very ideal. It's the hardest nine holes, apparently, in WGT with high winds. I think we're getting some fast screens as well. So bring your A-game. Download WGT from dnvrgolf.com.
3: What I want to know about amenity or about uh, hotels and stuff. So, do you like Is this are the you the...
1: daughters again? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> First um, time. Valuable time.
3: You can But I'm so. Yeah, for real. But I'm so <laughs> curious though because you know we we talk about like what's this going to look like on the court and the, the quiet music and everything. But I think it's weird just imagining players living next to each other while yeah, competing man. against each other. I mean, there's. People talk about the league being buddy buddy, and it is in some degrees, but like game seven, tight playoff series, and you're on like a floor below the guy. Is that how it's going to work? The same hotel? And you're like passing each other in the cafeteria?
4: Yeah. So, well, I, I like to think about what happens in game six. Somebody takes someone out with a flagrant foul, and then they see him at the pool five minutes later. Yeah. Right. Um, no, yeah. <laughs> I don't know exactly how they're going to, you know, structure. I, what I've been told is the goal is to kind of keep the teams in the same general vicinity, but a little separated so that they have their own space. It's looking like I, I, I put on my Disney detective hat, um, I, I guess, you know, for the Disney fans in the world in, in here. Um, that it makes looks me like pretty, a great detective. Um, cast, right? Um, you know, so I, I, yeah, right. And I, <laughs> and I went searching see, you know, what, what's going on with the hotels? And the Coronado Springs Resort came up. You can't book it. In the entire month of July, there's no availability to book. Coronado Springs is Disney's hey, prime convention hotel um, at Walt Disney World. They they just opened less than a year ago. It's called the Grand Destino Tower. It's a it's a big giant tower. It kind of rivals almost anything in Las Vegas as far as um the way way it's set up and the amenities in there and how nice the rooms are. They're trying to attract that high end convention business. So they've just built that, and then there's thousands of other rooms just on the Coronado Springs property. Um, and they're all kind of so that that is. They keep talking about campus stuff. As well, that resort is set up campus style. It's not one big building. It's the towers, one building. Then there's several other uh, outer buildings all spread across um, a big central lagoon. You can rent boats. The lagoon is is enclosed right there, so you can rent boats and sit around. There's a
3: big pool. There's just walking, think about this though, Hold on for a second. Sorry, Keith, to cut you off. But just no, think that's about okay. the situation we have here, where we have a competitive that's playoff awesome. series, and LeBron looks out, you know, his window, and he sees Kyle Kuzma on the like, boat. Right? Yeah, it's like, I mean, there's so many just hilarious scenarios here where it's like, just, i will trade about this someone
2: so... in the playoffs. I like see
4: see see... the idea of LeBron and Giannis are out there together and people are like, that's tampering. You just hit on something real, I think. Yeah,
2: I, or just,
1: just, just lines of banana boats, <laughs> one after the next. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, but also there's the idea of, like, you know, we've heard of stories of teams in the past that have, like, oh, they tried to, like, keep them up all night or something, and they put people there. Right, like, oh, right. Think about this? If LeBron is looking there, he's like, look, uh, uh, Jared Dudley, yeah, we're probably not going to play game six. It's just so uh, if you could go and just make a lot of noise outside of you know, floor number eight,
1: uh, yeah, that would we'll be like, great for us. We'll have, like, the, 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 the pizza party game and the
4: paddle board game. like." Yeah. <laughs> The sunburn yeah. game. But that it does Giannis sound like they'll play. be in
3: close proximity to each other. I mean
4: Yeah, they're gonna have to be. There there's not a way I think you can do anything as far as keeping them completely apart. Now I will say too, um the other piece of that with um Coronado Springs, um, which lends me to believe this may be the uh, the housing hub for the players is um I said it's the main convention hotel. There's two hundred and twenty square feet of convention space attached to to that. It's the largest outside of Las Vegas in the United States. No, I mean I believe the plan there is they can turn that into media rooms, film rooms. They can, if you've ever been in a big convention space, you know they can configure those walls yeah. in there however they need to. They can make those into dining areas, and then they could even make them into like workout areas if they need to. You know, small, uh, more more like weightlifting and know uh, treadmills and the like and those kind of things that the players need that um there because they'll have you know have the basketball facilities at the sports complex, but if they need some of those other workout things that could be done. Right there at the, the Coronado Springs Resort, and then go, and that's you know something I think they're going to be looking at to try and figure out how to do this. And it would just make a lot of sense. It's, it's also a pretty isolated resort; it's not very close to a lot of other things. Um, so that, and it's a pretty straight shot to the sports complex as well. So just kind of putting things together there, I think that could be where the players are going.
3: What, what about food and amenities? I mean, are there like you know, if players have to be here for two months, as much as we would want to picture them only working out and studying. Sure. Gentlemen everything else i mean they might need to watch a movie they might need to get some golf play a little yeah, golf. 90, 90 <laughs> that gold, i've heard how so what are what, what can they do to keep
4: themselves sane for two months yeah i think uh, i think on the food side disney's gonna take that and run with it they'll feed them um if you've been to Walt disney world the food's fantastic you know they, they'll they'll get them whatever it is that they want need there and they'll take care of them they make sure from that side, especially Coronado again. It's a convention resort. They'll make sure that they get the good stuff in there that they need. And, and we know the NBA players come with different diets and those kind of things. But Disney will work with the NBA to get whatever it is that they need. As far as amenities go in the hotels, there's you know there's always you know multiple pools at all these hotels. Um, there's always like one big, um, they always call it the feature pool. That one's got like a water slide and all sorts of stuff. And then there's um, always what they call quiet pools, which are smaller pools um that are in places not really meant you know more just for kind of hanging out um then the coronado springs has a health club attached to it also has a spa attached to it if they need be and i know disney one of the things that they do that they love to do is um they'll bring out every almost every night of the week or every other night of the week in the hotels they bring out these gigantic and inflatable screens and they'll show movies on there and the like for who I, um you whoever. Know, and it's i will tell you oh, many I, that, you space know, jam 2
0: showing every night at right? 8 p.m okay, um, come back I, guys come back forget I, the last
3: dance
5: or space <laughs>
4: you, i won't say you know with with um you know with with disney 2 uh this the, the shelter in place concept is not um you know, foreign to Disney doing this. Unfortunately, one of the parts of being in Central Florida is we get hurricanes
5: here. Whenever we
4: do that, you know, you you can't send the guests home. So what happens is the guests go back to their hotels and everybody stays in their hotel for one, two, three days, however long it takes to pass. And what Disney does is the employees stay right there with them because um, you're going to take care of them the entire time. So that's not a you know, new concept for any, anybody who works here, the cast members. Um, that's Disney lingo for employee. Um, and then what they'll do, too, is they'll bring in all sorts of entertainment, all sorts of games. They'll bring characters in and the like. And if the players are bringing their families, Disney will go all out to make sure that families are you know, entertained and taken care of you know, while the, the players are kind of you know getting back to work and doing their thing on the court.
2: So Keith, if we can uh, just grab you for a few few more minutes of your time, brother. Whatever brother. you
4: guys need, it's, um, it's already past my bedtime. My <laughs> bedtime here on the East Coast. So you got me as long as you need. It. <laughs> this is such great stuff, Keith. We really appreciate. it. Yeah, we're it. Oh, really great. Of course, great no, program. yeah. Like um, I said, I think I said it off air. This is the weirdest Venn diagram of my life. So, so I'm uh, I'm happy to you know answer these questions and do this.
2: So we've seen the league sort of kick around a lot of different ideas for a potential restart and. These are sort of, you know, tweaks to the format, tweaks to the structure um, up to your knowledge or just, you know, you're thinking, what are some of the priorities or the ideas behind the decision making for the league right now? Um, what what do they need to get done? What are they trying to get done? And, and in your eyes, what's the best way to do this thing, man?
4: Yeah, so I'll tell you what I know from talking to folks in the league. Adam Silver is very passionate about crowning a champion at the end that ran the somewhat at least traditional gauntlet. Of the NBA playoffs That's why he rejected out of hand Almost immediately any form Of single elimination tournament Does not believe that that crown's a true champion You know, as, as far as the best team wins So they want to have something That resembles the the normal playoffs In terms of lengths of series And those kind of things So if there's going to be anything that takes They may do five games in the first round Or something like that But if there was going to be anything That was all oh, the series Were going to be best of three Or anything like that they, I don't think this would be moving forward um, what they want to do, ideally, is they would love to find out a way to get the teams back and get to that 70 game marker. Um, that's such a key milestone. Um, if they could pull that off now, that's starting to look less and less likely as we get closer to this. I think time is just becoming a factor. But for anybody who doesn't know, the reason why they want to get there is that satisfies the vast majority of the regional sports network contracts. Then they've hit the marker that they had to hit. And that, that brings a lot more money back into the league that they may not have otherwise and and for a league that's going to be revenue um poor in a sense for for at least the remainder of this year a big chunk of next year they're planning to be without fans or or you know very reduced capacity of fans that's going to be something that they they are really focused on is how much money can they get in now so that that's what they'd like to do but it sounded like they're starting to realize you know there's been enough pushback of why are we going to bring the the Warriors, who are the worst team in the league, they're right, not going to play under their stars. Why are we going to make them, them come? Now, I will tell you that I talked to a player, he's not on the Warriors, but he's on a different team who is in his first year in the league. He's on a one-year contract, and he said, and he's on a non-playoff team, no chance, and what he told me was, this might be my only year in the league. Yeah. I, I want yeah. as much money yeah. as I can make out of this I, I want to come back and play and and there's a sense of a rising tide lifts all boats if you bring everybody back it helps everybody get more and and one thing I think that has always been kind of neat about the NBA is the players as hard as they'll go at it on the court and the like they are pretty unified in trying to make sure that they take care of each other I, I, I always think back to guys like LeBron and, and Chris Ball and that saying I'm not going to do less than a max deal because if I do it then the owners can say LeBron did it everybody should do it right, and that's right. that these guys you know they try to take care of everybody as they can um, you know so I, I think that's something that we're really you know gonna have to see them you know, really do that i i like what adam silver said though he's very honest of someone's gonna be unhappy you know whether that means they have to play and they yeah. didn't want to or they're gonna be cut out and you know, feel like D- D- lillard. yeah and damian lillard right and that, now that one i'm not gonna overreact to that because i think You know, I don't know what his mindset was when he was asked. Like, I I think about when LeBron said, um, you know, "I, I, I won't play if there's not fans. Right, and then he backtracked off that a couple of days later and was hey, "That was a heat of the moment." <laughs> right. I don't know if that's where Damian Lillard was, but I, I also get it if he's if he's understanding, you know, if I have no shot at the playoffs, why am I going to put myself in that position? I, I don't know that I you know feel like going out there to do that. So I I do think it's going to be really interesting how they come now. To the last part of your question, and then I'll shut up and let you guys talk on your own show. Um, <laughs> you're cool. Yeah, you're kidding, yeah, please. The floor <laughs> what, is what should they do is. I, i'm I'm leaning towards if you you, you got to do some form of ramp up because I don't want to see you just go right to the playoffs yeah really, yeah really sloppy and awful and a mess um, some so see some form of ramp up I wouldn't mind seeing those teams in the west that were you know three three and a half games out get a shot at getting back in you know to the playoff mix you know so if you got to do something there where you you can work that but i I was I was for a while I was on the one to 16 you know training of seeding. I was like yeah it could be kind of fun and then the more I thought about it is it's already so weird, you know. I let, let's just do what we normally do: get back there, play this out east-west. It's not like most years when we're all screaming one to sixteen is the way it should be. It's because there's two or three west teams that didn't make it that would have made it in the east. And that, that's not the case this year, the, the eight teams on each side of the eight teams. So, right. you know, I'm really kind of thinking through it of this just feels like to me, let's get there, do some form of get everybody ready, ramped up. You know, those playoff teams probably treat it more like a preseason game, if anything else, and then then get into the playoffs, you know, east and west brackets and, and do what we do. And it's funny, I talked to someone from the league today who said, man, all this stuff out there today, and, and his point that he was making is we're listening to Everything, right? We have not taken a single proposal off the table. We're really going through all this, we're going to figure that out. But what he said to me is he goes, When I'm asked, he goes, What I've told my bosses is there's already enough to do to figure this out. Why do we get to add a whole other thing on top of it? Let's just make one thing about this a little easier.
2: That's what confused me most about this process. Obviously, you would have to consider some tweak to the end of the regular season, but why the playoffs? Why complicate this? I True. guess I'm wondering maybe they view it if, – if this is going to be viewed as an asterisk or throwaway season, why not sort of get experimental with it? Yeah, but, but I
3: don't like that because – first of all, I hate the idea of an too. asterisk. But the more little things you introduce into it, the more people kind of totally. have a leg right. to stand on where they're like, Absolutely. yeah, no, I mean, this is all yeah. ridiculous. So yeah, that's my biggest complaint. But we have a great question here from YouTube that I want to ask um could the other playoff teams be able to attend the other playoff games on off nights? I haven't seen this. We've seen, like, I felt like I've seen every question. I haven't thought about this or seen this one. That's a great one. Do you have any insight on that? Keith?
4: Yeah. I've been asked that a couple of times on different, different things. And, and my answer is, um, you know, maybe right. we see if you've been to summer league or you know, watched on TV, you see players are in there all the time watching your know, other teams, games and the like. And we, we hear all the time. What do these guys tell us they do on their off nights? They watch league pass or on the off nights in the playoffs, they watch the other playoff games. So my thing would be, why not? They're, they're in there. They're quarantined. They're, they're safe. Let them go to the games. If it's some and noise in there. And plus, I would love to see a team in there, you know, rooting on the eight seed. Love it. Love it. Team. That would be so, so cool. I, you yeah, mean, you know. Like, it's I know so there's going to be
3: a ton of media, but imagine just like a little courtside interview with LeBron as as you know the Clippers <laughs> are playing, and just a little yeah. like LeBron. What are you seeing out there tonight? I mean, just yeah. You could if we're going to lean into this, like we need to make up revenue, and we we want this to be fun, and and like what's taken seriously. Let's do it. Let's, let's push all of the chips forward on making this the most interesting and unique, but still competitive it, experience. It would also be
1: amazing if you could hear, like, Paul George specifically booing from the stands. Or
4: like <laughs> <laughs> He's, like, booing OKC. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that would be pretty funny. You know what? It's, it's related to that. So this is, I also think, a, a pretty cool idea. This was floated as someone on the Disney side to me. But Disney's also in negotiations with MLS of having them yep. on property yep. to do some, it's some form of tournament-ish type thing there. Um, look at that. The question popped right up. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, Disney can be, to answer the questions that asked, is 100% they can host both, and they are planning to host both. Um, the sports complex where the MLS team would play, um, like I said, it's 200 200- 200 plus acres out there so it's massive i've been out there for soccer tournaments with my daughter and if you told me there was 100 fields i'd be like okay sure i'm not gonna (laughs) tell you you know there's just plenty of room out there and then hotel space isn't an issue and one of the things that i've heard talked about is if you quarantine them all somewhat together so that they're all together in roughly the same place i think what what you could ultimately see there is um why what the Disney person floated me is why not let the NBA players go to the MLS games and let the MLS players go to the NBA games. And you know, that's at least some semblance of a crowd. And I really couldn't find any fault with that because if you're all quarantined in the same area, why not go for it?
2: Hey, anything to add to the atmosphere? Cause to me, that's the biggest oh question mark. And, and the thing I'm, you know, most reserved about I I'm going to take anything we get and I'm going to love it, but I don't even know if I can sort of visualize what a playoff environment would look like without fans and without that
4: noise. Yeah, you know what's funny is uh, I know there there's been all this talk are they gonna pipe in crowd noise and the like are they gonna do that. Um you know I'll tell you what well what I was um you know we've seen that if you've watched any of the Bundesliga um that's been on TV now that they're back there they're doing that. But one of the things that I learned um I, I forget it was maybe it was Mark Stein or somebody tweeted it and then somebody responded from Germany he was like I'm actually one of the sound engineers. It's not being played in the stadium. The players I'm just not hear that yeah, that's only on the broadcast. So my, my thing is, like, yeah, I do know that one of the things that I was told to the NBA broadcast teams was that they need to be prepared to talk more and fill more of the conversation because you can't really – there's no point where you can pause and let the crowd do the talking for I you. I really hope
2: they didn't um, tell Jeff Van Gundy
4: that.
2: <laughs>
5: Unless was, Jeff was,
4: wants to come on, on the show. It was, I know. In case, no. yeah. um, but I'll tell you, it was, uh, that was interesting. And one of the things that they said, though, was someone from the NBA said, I think it'll sound a lot like if you ever watched Orlando Summer League, you couldn't hear everything on the court, but you could hear a lot more because there were no yeah. fans at Orlando. Was, um, it was closed to only only MBA personnel, media and then agents and scouts. So so I think that's gonna be what it sounds a lot more like. You might be able to hear the things like get out on him or let him shoot or you know those kind of things. You know, you know, hear a lot of you know hedge ice and all that you know, stuff that they scream. But the other thing I was told is the mic up thing, that's the players are pretty against it. I, I like to laugh and think of LeBron James is out there cussing somebody out and they say hey, and come to Space Jam too. You know it's <laughs> a great. <story>. Yeah <laughs> And then the coaches you know, that, that's the big one. The coaches are like, No, we're not. I don't want that. And if you know when they go into the huddle on games, just if anybody doesn't know, they're they're going in there and it's always it's rebound, get back on defense, you know, play tough. You know, we've got this. Like you never hear like, Hey, we're gonna run this action and we're gonna shade this guy here. They don't they don't allow that stuff to get through. But I I you know for me I would I would hope they just just embrace the sound of the game as much as
5: possible
4: just, the one sad thing is that Kevin
1: Garnett is not in the league anymore we wouldn't get his play by play
4: yeah I was gonna say
2: unfortunately I think the league's gonna work very hard to make sure we don't hear anything <laughs> from the court yeah um, but listen if, if you right. caught this show if you're listening to this podcast um you were lucky to get a lot of information. hear a lot from Keith tonight. This was he, incredible. Honestly, incredible. I've listened
3: to like, so much content on this like idea, and I have this is to me is like it's I rare that I get ones. new info, and I got like 20 pieces of new info. This
2: info. <laughs> I'm just going to
4: re-listen to this and write notes. <laughs> you you so. just needed to bring a Disney guy on. That's all. That's all. <laughs> no <laughs> kidding, dude.
2: Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- thanks so much for taking the time, Keith. Uh, it was, it was great talking guys. to you, thanks brother. for
4: having me. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Y'all stay too. safe. You and yours. You too, man.
2: When do you wanna take us into a
0: read here, brother?
2: I think you know how to do your job. I don't know why. Yeah, let's
0: see what we got here. Let's see what we got. I'm still hung up on the prospects of Jimmy Butler sitting courtside talking <laughs> trash to uh, his ex-76er teammates.
5: <laughs> We're still to.
0: hung up on that. Oh, would that not be incredible? It would. It would be awesome. If you schedule a cleaning extra and exam at Green Mountain Dental Group, they'll give you a free Sonic toothbrush. They're located just 15 minutes from downtown Denver. They're open. Everything's open or opening up right now. Uh, if you get a cleaning extra and exam yeah, at Green yeah, Mountain Denver, remember, here. they will hook you up with a free Sonicare toothbrush. We are opening. We are opening.
3: Tomorrow at four, right, Eric?
0: Let's go. That was gonna, yeah, I was gonna share. I was gonna share, but yes. Tomorrow four <laughs> o'clock, absolutely. Uh, also guys, you can get 20% off Strava Craft Coffee online. StravaCraftCoffee.com. When you use the promo code DNVR20, I don't know. There's just something different about StravaCraft Coffee, different than that regular cup of gel. I think it's the CBD.
2: It is. It's the it's the <laughs> thing that they do differently. <laughs> I think it's other. the I think
1: it's the delicate roast Ooh, and CBD. Del- also the CBD. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, it is packed with CBD. Purchase it for twenty percent off when you use the code DNVR20. Cool. Great. Awesome.
3: <laughs> <we out> <laughs> Let's uh, go. Vod, Vod is still
2: checking, like uh, I don't know, his Instagram. Me? No, I was uh, messaging our guest. I was saying thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's good manners. Keith was
3: awesome, man. That was that was. I had high hopes for that uh, interview, and they far exceeded the hope. That was that was absolutely incredible. Uh, yeah, man, I feel what, like what, I
1: know everything about. Disney World. I feel like I know everything <laughs> about the NBA, which is amazing. Like I, I don't feel like I know everything about anything except I for this. I mainly
3: just wanted advice on when to take my daughters.
2: I, I digging,
1: You're like Coronado, a eh? like they have like, like, okay, like down, silent yeah.
5: pools. Right. It was like my, the
2: one question I wanted to ask Keith. Like I really wanted that answer, and Anna goes, "Hold on, personal aside though." <laughs> um <laughs> On my own time.
3: <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm 100% hitting Keith up when I go to Disney World with my girls, which will happen at some point. And um, yeah, I feel like really. he's, he's going to help me plan the perfect trip. Can't wait.
2: So, uh, guys, outside of Disney World related news, um, that something something happened today on the Internet. Some, some Denver Nuggets fans got upset on the oh, Internet, boy. and, and oh, I was boy. one of them.
5: Oh, um, boy. That's and a good then,
2: joke, but I'm five six and a half, so <laughs> I've I've gotten on every ride for the last six years. Yeah, anyone, so, anyone yeah. listening
1: to this a podcast. The ladies go, and gentlemen, <laughs> we got him.
2: I'm tiny. You got a bucks. Parker says
1: that. Uh, you can take a vote, but he might 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 not be able to allow. Oh, God damn it. He might not be allowed on all the rides. He's too short. God damn it. Sorry, go ahead. Should I don't know done? if we
2: if we have this tweet ready to pull up, Kale, so I might be throwing you under the bus as I prompt you to do Sweet, this. Let's, but, do um, let's do it. Let's do it. Much like sure. our exercise in a recent podcast where we attempted to figure out the best players in the NBA in the year 2025, uh, a group of NBA reporters and credentialed writers at The Athletic decided to do a list of their own. Does anyone want to take a guess of where Jokic was on this list? Well, he had to have they, been top five. They deep, think, just right? like we did.
1: They, got, they, they picked 30 players. Right.
3: Oh, uh, okay. So, but we're homers. We're homers, the top, so. You know what? The top we are players. homers. We are thirty. Top, I'm going to say top seven. He was easily one of the top seven. Right? Top seven? Yeah.
2: Think well, so? yeah, like, he no, was
1: recently uh, first-team NBA. so That's you gotta, a good point. you got to extrapolate.
3: No,
2: he's young, right? Any
3: injury also, concerns? Like, fits with every goddamn player in the NBA, yeah. right? Like, every player he's ever played with is great. Like, with yeah, yeah,
1: he's not really been very injury-prone at all. Like, he's mm, had a couple a Hmm. He's, he's huh. sort of an Iron Man as far as the NBA is concerned. So I would say no lower than number one. You can make uh, that number under a little bit number longer one. if you want to. Kale. that's
0: fine. I'm not. Uh... He, he'd definitely be ahead of Kristaps Porzingis, right? <laughs>
5: you yeah. could, well, I mean, you come be on. Think be I mean, this is the. These <laughs> <Yeah>. <was laughs> are credentialed
0: writers.
2: Yeah. Nope, he was not on the list, guys. He was, I, he was not on the list at I mean, all. He, he was not at even all picked. Um, so is I he don't even know in the NBA in five years. Yeah, I think
1: that's the hypothesis. Is that no, he's not. He's I think not that's the kid only kid way that you can you can justify that to yourself.
2: I was worried that picking him third was was too <laughs> pro did, Nuggets. We did this exact exercise
3: a week ago.
2: <laughs> I feel confident. Maybe where they
3: got the goddamn
2: idea.
1: <laughs> wait did you see I'm the really rationale upset. I'm not gonna lie this is I ridiculous
3: and actually, this, I'm actually not really upset because I'm just so like because we're adults we're, and yeah. also because like we've just been through this now for five years where people are like you know is Jokic is the first team All-NBA center and averaged 28, 15, and 12 in the playoffs but you know is he good? Is
1: he good? <laughs> you know like did, whatever. You see the, did you see the rationale that they offered? As no, to let long? Hear he it. let me like hear five, it 30 in the year 2025 well they
2: would be they would be worried that Jokic at that point five years from now would weigh 500 pounds that's the that's the fear is that he <laughs> that's a direct, 500 pa- yeah. direct you know what's cool do you know what the best part about that was someone on Nuggets Twitter tweeted a photo out of Jokic today walking around the park Ooh, An, underweight
3: underweight hold on let's get the uh, oh. let's get the
2: Oh my God! Oh, there he is. There's
3: God. Oh man, we got a second. It's like one
2: second. (laughs) You know, Matt Moore always calls Jokic a bird. And for the first time in this clip, I'm seeing it. That is a big bird. bird That's just a a big big bird. bird.
3: bird Let's see it one more time. Come on, Kale. I just want to. I haven't seen him in two months. I know.
2: (laughs) Does that look like 500 pounds to you? There's 500 pounds of bang. I'll
0: tell you guys. I'll tell you guys what I have heard from someone close to the team is that. Nikola Jokic has been taking this workout program very seriously during the Let's quarantine. Go. I love it. Let's I go. It. You know it's going to age well.
3: Piece. It was the final piece. I can't wait for this.
2: One thing's going to uh, yeah, that that Jokic hype pod is going to age very well. That athletic top 20 top uh, 30 <laughs> not
3: list not going to age so well. Not at so, all. so much. And they, they, it's just it's, it's a thing, right? And it's funny because, you know, and I'm not I guess I am kind of ragging on you the are Democratic ragging here, on them. but no, I yeah. am ragging on them. But here's yeah. the thing: is like we have all these outlets, the big outlets that are just like, you know, what? we got to cover the goddamn coast. Colorado <laughs> does not; it doesn't matter. They don't matter. Like, and then it's like, okay, it's true, we're you. gonna create a series of networks where we're covering every beat, and everybody can get it. And they're like. You know, let's just talk about who's good. Is Jokic good? Fuck no, he's not. Good. <laughs> get out of here. Uh, it's, it's the same thing. Like everywhere you go for these outlets, is just the Incredible. exact same story? Yeah. So, I, I'm sorry, I don't get. I don't get. Like for real, heated over these things, yeah. but I am heated in the sense of just like you two, a two, bro.
2: <laughs> yeah, so now <laughs> let's go to our colleague Nick Cosmer. Are the after- <laughs> Nick. Um, just kidding, I love I they
1: had no part in
2: this, right? I know, they I know, <laughs>
3: they had Adam no was part
2: of kidding
1: Adam was fired out of a cannon before this podcast started and then he drank a whiskey during the first uh, part of it. So. This stuff is so dumb. Like, <laughs> I
3: can feel it. The Nuggets are winning the title this year and it's going to be the only scenario where there's like, oh, it doesn't really count. Doesn't
1: really oh, for count. sure. Oh, can, I mean, can you even imagine how diminished that uh, accomplishment would be if the Nuggets were to actually pull through and, and make it? Oh, no, I this... can't
3: wait. It's going to be the tiniest championship ever. Oh to give a full-sized Larry No, OB. no, no. It's going to be a little, like, novelty oh. gift shop, Disneyland, Disney World version of the Larry OB. No, Nuggets fans would have
2: a, a great excuse for not showing up to the parade, though. Oh, shut, like, up,
1: a shut up, A cop-out Shut up, Shut up. The worst part is that ESPN would intersperse still images of uh, Jurassic Park with the Nuggets. I think they would try to milk that the Toronto thing as long as possible. Yeah, be a you know big what? Root for it. LeBron it,
3: coming in second and be like, "It was an impressive run that the Lakers came second, <laughs> only to some other
2: team." that we won't
3: Asterix.
5: Win. Yeah,
2: right. You got to embrace this as a Nuggets fan because just cling to the fact that we we've been right the whole time. We will continue yeah, of to course. be right,
3: it, but nobody will acknowledge that we're right. That's the that's the, the it downside makes it that much more this. delicious so, with yeah, each first team
2: All NBA. <laughs>
1: I got the Tekumbo's perfect too,
3: Who's, by the way, Jokic's age, so already let's just throw that age thing out. Devin Booker, the very accomplished Devin Booker, who has led his team to victory year after year, carried different lineups. He's uh, he's number four on this list. Oh. I'm going through these guys. I'm sorry. Pull that back yeah. up. Pull that back value. up, Kale. What did we have?
2: He wants we to defend Keith? Jokic's We're honor. Keep- really.
3: what? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Keith! I, yeah, we should. I'm,
2: I'm putting Keith on my Mount Rushmore of DNBA show. Guests. Keith, the Mount Rushmore. Yes. Are you
3: kidding me? I, Mount Rushmore's too too inclusive. We need a more a more uh, you know unique, yeah, unique one award face. For him. Rush, Rushmore. Bam Bam yeah, yeah. had a bio. Bam bio number seven on this list. Honestly, way less
2: egregious than a lot of this. Uh,
3: It is is less egregious. Oh, yeah, there's some names that when you get down there, I mean, Chris Stapps, I thought we answered this year's back, but I guess we're back on the Chris Stapps thing. (laughs) Like, he clearly has led his teams to victory time and time again. Um, Trey Young, who's just, again, like, he's proven it but by being on the worst team in the NBA for two straight years. Clay Thompson's on this list, which is funny, because he's going to be 35, and I love Clay. It's just a (laughs) 35-year-old guy who's Oh, and, and look—he's a phenomenal third-best player. But like, what are we talking about here? This is, I, I'm it's sorry, I keep going combos. because this That's list it. is so egregious. <laughs> it's just so like Buddy Healed, Of course, you got to take Buddy Heald. <laughs> Matisse Thybul. Wow. Matisse wow.
0: Thybul. I almost Matisse. threw my Matisse headphones
3: off. What are we talking about here, guys? <laughs> Matisse Thybul. Well, he, I, you know, I don't know. You'll Matisse can't, not my, I can't, I, Every time I scroll further down, it gets more and more amazing. Matisse yeah. Teibel Matisse might not
0: be in the league in five
3: years. <laughs> you know, but Tyler Hero is a guy. That, that, that's a guy is definitely better than Jokic, um, oh my according God. to The Athletic. Uh, DeAndre Ayton, of course, who's just trying to become Jokic. Um, and then Mitchell Robinson, which. Let's what, show. What, what, can we, yeah, let's show the video. Kale, do we have it like yeah. here? I'll, I'll blow To I, be I fair, Mitchell Robinson. Know. Here we go. Somebody saw this video. Look at this video. Oh, my God. Oh, triple cross. Triple, oh, yeah. Okay.
1: Look at those handles. Look at, that. look at those handles.
3: He's playing some dude at the YMCA who just doesn't move and is like, yeah, this move doesn't work. Well,
2: look, high usage player Mitchell Robinson really needs to be working on this skill set. <laughs> Look, I don't want to dunk. I wouldn't dunk on these other writers if they picked Pascal Siakam or something. That's a judgment call. But like, <laughs> this is a little different. I'm gonna names. put
1: I'm gonna put Jokic slander all over the timeline under with fake aliases. Just to see Adam to get, get, get into
3: yeah, this. This is, is how
2: we get the best out of Adam,
3: for this sure. This is, it's just, I don't that's know, I like, what are we doing anymore? And this, I, I heard somebody say, well, like, you know, we're trying to construct a roster, and what do you need at all five positions? I don't know, one of the seven best players. Be <laughs> that's just I'll the take the can best you could use. center. I'll take the best Yeah, 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 like for a guy sure. that just makes literally every player mm. he's ever played with a lot better. Like, <laughs> significant, maybe that's a thing you need. I don't know. Jesus, man, but maybe you need Mitchell Robinson. That Maybe that's what you need.
1: Little Flash. I mean, is anything wrong with Little Flash? Who I says? No. This
3: list? Who Jokic, took, Jokic. Jokic. took the time to make this and was like, you know, let's think about this. Let's look at basketball you, reference. You know These what? That, friends of mine too. I'm really shitting on. That's, good, that's so
1: the, the best part about that is that when we made a list, I spent almost no time on it, and <laughs> yeah. I feel like I came to a better conclusion. <laughs>
2: look, yeah, I'm wrong. Rachel robinson I'm wrong all the time, and you got to remember it's in this true. industry, President it's easy wrong. to pile Literally. on people oh, yeah. when they're up. But you know, this is just one of those times for this.
3: We sure, just want to make sure that people are always wrong about Jokic. It's the same guy. They're yeah. the same bias, and their uncomfortable biases were being honest for another day. Oh my God.
2: Well, with that, uh, <laughs> let's transition to something a little more light and fun. I think it's time to play the steps, Kale. Am I right? Do we have a contestant it. here? Um we Adam. Is, uh, Peter. Peter.
5: Oh, no, Peter. So, Peter.
2: Peter, I've got good news for you. Adam and I did not confer with each other before the show about the steps, so I have no idea if the we have questions ready. Did you hear Brendan and Adam? Uh, and Here <laughs> <everybody>. <laughs> I, don't
0: I don't
1: audio.
0: All right, Peter,
3: good stuff. Peter, what do you make, first of all, before I move on? I'm sorry, I'm not moving this on yet. What, what do you make of, of Jokic <laughs> not being one of the 30 players selected in this, Like, and we're not even talking like 10 years from, now, years from now, five years from now.
5: Uh, I, I think it's a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, so I, I looked this up. This is a good stat. You remember when Jokic was having a slump at the beginning of the year, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. He was averaging 15, 10, and 5. Oh, loser. Yeah. Yeah, it is a slump, though. <laughs> it was a slump for him. The only other player in the league with at least 15, 10, and 5 was Giannis during that time. <laughs> like, no one had can do that. So.
2: Peter just... Ready yeah, to go. Coming
3: in. Coming in swing. I hope he wins. I hope he wins a lot of money on this.
1: <laughs> there you go. Peter, I'm putting up a hundred thousand dollars of my own money for this uh edition of the steps. Don't do okay. that. Don't do that. <laughs> well
2: he, he's not cool. getting that. We can break. I've seen these questions.
3: Do you have the steps questions
1: vote?
2: Uh I do now. Then you just drop me that link. <laughs> <laughs> just, if you could just Mike, stall for me. Do you want
3: to just like bookmark that uh that, I keep that forgetting that
2: I host the show. So, okay. All that's right. the
3: we biggest. Thing. We are ready here. I'll take number one while you uh, set up uh, the Google Doc there. Number one. All right, Peter, we're rooting for you here. I'm Which not. player on the Nuggets scored the most total points this last season? This season,
1: A top 30 player, I would guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's a safe bet.
3: <laughs> not a top 30 player, actually. Not a top 30 player. Got me up. That is correct. Yeah! Not that's a trick question. We've ever given a single person. That was a lot of hints, but we just well, wanted to make to a joke.
1: He's supposed to have a, a helper.
2: He has no helper.
3: Oh, that's a great point. That's a great point. We don't have Keith here to help him. Brendan, are you ready?
2: Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, number two, which Nuggets player came out with a rap album last right. summer? Can I be oh, his wow. rapper?
5: Uh, Will Martin?
2: That's correct. Well, Will Barton the third, but we'll accept it.
5: <laughs>
3: oh, other um, somebody else could have done it. We just
0: don't know. That was the most popular rap album. Yeah. But
1: that's- now, Peter, when it comes to the steps, no,
0: no other Nuggets player put out a rap album. <laughs> <Yeah>. but, <laughs>
1: <No>. <laughs> when it comes to the steps, Peter, uh, y'all can hang the banners, but I just want the bag. Oh no, how's that <sighs> <I> go?
2: <laughs> we'll move on now to question three. Which player did the Nuggets sign to a three-year, $90 million contract in 2017?
5: Paul Millsap?
2: That is correct. He's on fire. Right, Let's go!
5: Peter! No. Nice.
3: Unbelievable. Pacific Northwest representing.
5: Unbelievable. There's Murray
1: here too. Oh! going to get a little Murray flurry, maybe. <laughs> Question number.
3: It uh, looks different than I remember.
2: Question number 4. Which of these NBA All-Stars has Michael Malone not coached? So I'm going to name four All-Stars. You got to tell me which one Malone has not coached. Stephen Curry, James Harden, LeBron Raymond James, <laughs> or Chris Paul.
3: That's a tough one, dude.
2: This is a really tough one. I believe luckily I believe- you don't have anyone helping you. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Oh man! So it's not Curry and it's not LeBron. He's coached both of and... them. Pardon? Oh, he got it. He got, oh, it! he got it! The tension's
2: building, dude. Does he get stickers now? Or is this the sticker question? are we on, what, what did we get? Are this we... is five. We're on
3: five. Oh, no, he needs to get this one right. Okay, the for the
2: stickers that I'm not so... going to let you have. He can have them, vote. It's up to you. Which Nuggets player won the Rising Stars game MVP award in
3: 2017? 2017?
5: Oh, I get it, though. No, oh, he's out He's out of here! <laughs>
2: Murray. He's out of here. Jokic, rising star. He's he's already a star. They won't even call that, top
3: it top thirty. That was Murray. And do you guys remember that game? Remember yeah. when he hit like seven threes in a row? Look at Murray, yeah. Center's Murray Center. Murray Center is oh, beside him, so. <laughs>
2: he's like, I was Murray made Center for this it was one shopping year. at the bit.
3: I was made for this. Oh, look at that. Look at this little announcement.
2: I'm not gonna lie, guys. Three we buried place. the lead on today's show. Uh, we we kind of half hit it on an ad read, but uh, tomorrow the DNVR bar opens. Um, hey, it's, it's not gonna be. Quite what we all expected. We're, of course, going to be adhering to the safety guidelines and regulations, but the DNVR bar will be open, uh, limiting our occupancy and operating on a first-come, first-served basis. Our staff will be wearing masks, and our restaurant is set up for proper social distancing and all other state guidelines. Come say hi. I mean it when I say it. We have missed you. I know. Oh,
1: i missed pop. us. I missed all of you.
2: I, I miss you guys. I, I missed everybody. See you
1: <laughs> I see you every day, and I, uh, I actually don't miss you guys at all, that I'm Saying it out loud.
2: I'm though. over Eric, actually. But <laughs> I'm going to be at the bar tomorrow. Um, if, if any of you listening, any of you guys want to sh- stop by, uh, I can't wait, man. Can't wait. Can't wait.
3: Can't wait. wait. Keith was awesome. Can't this wait. was a great show. Share it with yeah. your friends and family.
2: Yeah, shout out, Keith. Hey, shout out the rest of you for rocking with us. We appreciate you sticking with us. Throw sounds it a like throw Sounds it a like uh, throw basketball a, throw it everything. Basketball's Dude, around retweet. the corner, friends. So we'll talk some more hoops this week, Wednesday and Thursday at 8 o'clock p.m mountain time and of course we're on air at noon on friday talk to you tomorrow all
0: right guys thanks for listening before we get out of here denver rubber company is the most reliable local partner for your long-term projects they've been doing it since 1972 and have remained open during this time to help supply products to other essential businesses like medical, military, defense, government, wind energy, and food and beverage industries. You guys, DRC has so much industry knowledge. Come to them with any of your questions that have to do with rubber snowplow blades or maybe it's custom cut rubber or foam gaskets or hose assemblies and metal parts. With their industry knowledge and their precise manufacturing, DRC is committed to supporting your needs, especially during these uncertain times. Give them a call today 1-800-259-0010 or visit them at drcfirst.com backslash dnvr.